Matthew chapter 22, beginning with the eighth verse. Matthew chapter 22, beginning with verse number eight. Reading from the King James Version. But when the king heard thereof, he was, I'm sorry, verse 8. Then said he to the servants, the wedding is ready. But they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to them the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways, and they gathered together all many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. Uh, verse 14. For many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. 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 Take your seat at the table. Take your seat at the table. Amen. This talks about a wedding banquet, a wedding banquet. It was a parable used by Jesus talking about a king who invited guests to marriage of his son. And when he sent forth his servants to go out and, and to get people to bid them who they gave prior invitation, they knew the day was coming. They knew when it was coming. And he sent out invitations, and yet when he sent out invitations, they came back with excuses. They came back because they were doing things other than preparing themselves for the wedding. Now this is just not about, this is not just about a wedding per se, but you do know that, that amen, we need to prepare ourselves for a great wedding that's going to be in, 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 in heaven. It's going to be the marriage supper of the Lamb. Because God himself, Jesus, shall come back, amen, as a bridegroom, for his bride prepared, adorned, and prepared for him. Amen. And the church is his bridegroom. And he's coming back. He's coming back. Anybody know he's coming back? And when he comes back, you better be ready. You better be ready. Now, now how many of you, how many of you, if, if when you are invited to a marriage, invited to a wedding, amen, amen, you don't get yourselves ready and, and make sure you have on uh, 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 your finest apparel and you go to participate because you know the bride and groom and the wedding party is going to be dressed for the occasion. And, and, and if you're going to participate, whether even if you're just there to, to witness, you ought to participate in such a way that you are prepared to be, to be with them. Even as the banquet comes and the reception comes and we come together, amen, you ought not just to come and, you know, in shorts and T-shirt. You ought to be prepared. We need to be prepared. We need to be prepared when, when Christ is coming back again for the marriage supper of the Lamb. We need to come back. We need to be prepared. We need to be prepared in our hearts, in our minds. In other words, you need to get your house in order. Come on, somebody. Because he sent out the invitation. He's sending out the invitation. He has sent out the invitation. And the invitation has come to us for salvation. The invitation has come for us to accept Jesus and to accept his invitation that one day when he comes back, he's coming back for us. Amen. Anybody ready for the invitation? 
You know, we give an invitation every Sunday, every invitation to become a part of God's kingdom by giving your life over to Christ, amen. And when, in, in doing so, you come down and you vow to him, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And because I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, I want to make sure that you are in control of my life. Am I right about it? So in this parable, we see how the king sent out the, 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 the invitation and, and some of the scripture says some made light of it and they went their own way and, and they went to their farms and they went to their stores and, and they did their thing and, and, and they decided not to participate. And having grown and wrapped, the, the king said, that's all right. He told the servant, go out to the highways and byways and invite everybody. Because if those who were invited, those who received the invitation, those who got the handwritten, printed, and embossed invitation, if they don't want to come, the feast is prepared. The banquet is prepared. And if they don't want to come, then amen, that's all right. That's, that's, that's them. Go out, go out and, and, and invite everybody. Find the good and the bad. Everybody can find. Let them know there's a miracle. Let them know that there's a banquet. There's a great banquet. And let them come. In other words, we're saying, listen, listen, he was saying to the Jews he, and, and, and those who received, he said, you are my chosen people, but if you don't want to be chosen, amen, there's others out there. What I'm trying to tell you is this, don't, don't, don't think, don't think that, amen, that we are the only ones. But God has sent out an invitation to everybody. He sent out an invitation to everybody. And you need to take it. Amen. Oh, so devil don't want this to go out, but it's going to go out anyway. Amen. Go ahead and kill the monitor. Amen. We, but, but, but let me tell you something. When God, when God sent out his he sent it out, amen, for those who believe. Those who, 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 amen, or believe in him. And he said, if they don't accept it, he sent them out. He sent the service, they go out into the highways and byways, find everybody. Find everybody you will. The invitation is out there. Let me tell you something. God knows our hearts. He said, if you will not accept me, amen. Same kind of same thing he told the devil. You know, he told the devil, amen. He said, the devil said, I want my own world. He said, you got to go, go into the earth, amen, and that'll be your world. But believe you this, my people will not deny me. My people will not turn away from me. My people will, amen, will serve me. My people will be faithful. And, and when I send out an invitation to my people, everything will be all right. They're going to come. They're going to come. They're going to come from, from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. They're going to come, and they're going to come serve me. Amen. And I'm so glad that when I got the invitation one day, I didn't even know, amen, Jesus like I know him today. But yet I got the invitation to come to Jesus and I, and, and I heard someone say, come just as you are. <laughs> Wounded, weary, and torn. Come just like you are. Come messed up from the floor. Come as you are. It doesn't matter because when you come to Jesus, he's going to make a difference in your life. When you come to Jesus, when you come and, and accept him as invitation, amen, he will. He will fill you. 
He will change you. He will comfort you. He will keep you. Am I right about it? I wish I had a few people say, I know he, I know I'm right because he did it for me. Didn't he do it? And he sent he sent them out. But 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 let's not go too fast through this scripture. There's another part of it. Verse 11 says, and when the king came in to see the guests, he saw that there was a man which was not on, that did not have on a wedding garment. And he said to him, friend, how come you came and you didn't dress for the occasion? And the man was speechless. And he told them, then the king said to his servants, take him, bind him by hand and foot and take him away and cast him into outer darkness and there will be a weeping gnashing on the teeth. For few are called, for many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. And what, what, what the scripture is really trying to let us know is that, amen, and when the king came and he looked amongst, he said, some of y'all are not ready because you're not dressed for the occasion. You didn't get your heart right. You didn't get your mind right. You didn't try to serve me the best way you can. Amen. You, you thought just by showing up in the place, by just coming to church on every Sunday, that you right for God. You say, you just can't come and sit in the pew and not let anything touch you, not let anything change you. You just can't come every Sunday and think, well, I go to church every Sunday, so I'm saved. Salvation does not mean you just come and sit in the place. Salvation means I come and I believe in Jesus. I have faith in him and I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Salvation means I come and I take my seat at the table. I take my seat at the table. I want you to match the table up here. I started to put one up here, but I didn't want to do it because we had Lord's Supper today. But if you have the table up here and the chairs around the table, everybody has a seat. Everybody has a seat. Everybody has a seat. Amen. Those of you who've been in church all your life, amen, you've been serving, you got a seat. Those, amen, who, who, who decided I'm just going to come and not going to do anything, you have an invitation to, to take your seat. Come on, somebody. But if you refuse to do anything, if you refuse to accept what God has given you, if you refuse to, to play your part and take your seat, amen, God said, I'll go out and find somebody else. I don't know why we think if I don't come, amen, the church is not going to go on. <laughs> Do you know there are individuals who think, you know what? They come in thinking, I, if they get mad at the preacher, they get mad at the deacons, they get mad at somebody, I'm going to leave, I'm going to take my little two cents, my little dollar I put in the amen in the offering plate, and I'm going to go somewhere else. Come on, somebody. And they act like they hurt in the church. They don't realize as soon as they go somewhere else, the church keeps on going. Come on, somebody. There's a preacher said, there was a preacher said that that amen, he pastored the church and 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 a family in his church got in an accident and he lost the whole family and, and he went to God and said, God, why this family? They were good church members. They served. They came. They loved. They gave. Why taking them? He said, I got a whole bunch of other people you could have taken. Come on, somebody. He said, but why them? And, and, and God spoke to him and said, they weren't yours anyway. They're mine. 
But just like that preacher said, I got a whole lot of others who, amen, if you take them, it wouldn't make a difference. See, we need to understand that, amen, we are all a part of God's community. We are all a part of God's church, amen, and you ought to give your part. You ought to take your seat at the table. You ought to take your seat at the table and, and be there to worship, to commune with others, amen, to break bread together, to be in fellowship together. Take your seat at the table. And he said, but if you don't want to because they decided to take it lightly, the scripture said he, they took the, the ceremony lightly and decided not to come. And he, the king said, that's all right. Keep going. Go out to the highways and the byways. Go out into the hedges. Go out there where, amen, go out into the drug houses, amen. Go out to the, to, amen, go out to the gutters, amen. Go out to the places, go out to the places where people are that didn't, don't look like us, amen, and invite them, the good and the bad. And he said, and they all came in. And see, the problem with that is when they all came in, amen, there wasn't room enough for the ones who were invited. Hello? And when the ones came in, I imagine it doesn't say it here, it doesn't say it here, but I imagine when the ones who heard about it, they heard about the good time that was being had at the, at the festival, at the feast. And they said, hey man, they sound like they're having a good time, or they let us go. And they got there and the doorkeeper said, who are you? The invitation went out and many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. Now, when he said few are chosen, he was talking about the one who got in the door, amen, and wasn't dressed. But don't think you're just going to show up any kind of way. You just can't come to church any kind of way. You just can't come to Jesus any kind of way. You got to be right. Now, that doesn't mean... That doesn't mean that you're not going to have some issues. You're not going to have some problems. That doesn't mean that, amen, just because you accept Jesus that you're going to be all the way clean. Amen. Because God will clean you up. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? I know he will. He'll clean you up. He'll make you clean inside and out. But you know the problem with us is we try to clean up everybody. But I'm so glad, amen, that you can't clean me up. Only God can do it. He's a fisherman, amen, because the fish, we got some fishermen here, or some people who think they're fishermen, amen. I've seen fish from them. Ouch. When you fish, amen, you, you don't go out there, you don't cast your, 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 your rod out there, you don't cast your line out there and expect to get some fish that's already clean. Amen? You got to catch them, then clean them. Am I right about it? You can't expect them to be all clean when you get them. Amen. Just like going out there and getting Christians, bringing them in. Amen. You can't expect them to be clean when they get them in. But if you bring them in, don't you know God will make them clean? If you bring them in, don't you know God will change their hearts? If you bring them in, he said they went out and they found the good and the bad. Those who were ready and not so ready. It doesn't matter because God said, I'm going to fill my house with all those who are ready to receive me. I'm going to fill my house with all those who are ready to take charge. I'm going to fill my house. And didn't he do it? He brought them in. He brought them in and said, now you are those who have been chosen. I wish I had some chosen folk who would stand up and say, I've been chosen. I've been called. And I've been chosen. Maybe you don't know whether you've been chosen or not. 
well, you ought to get on your knees and say, Lord, use me every day. Use me. Help me to come and not just sit in the premises, but help me to lean on your promises. Am I right about it? Help me to stand on the promises of God. And I'm so glad he made a way so I could take my place at the table. At the table, at the table, there's a feast going on. Anybody know there's a feast at the table? There's, there's happiness at the table. There's salvation at the table. There's joy at the table. There's peace at the table. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad he invited me and I accepted the invitation. I wish I had some folks to stand up and said, I'm, I'm going to take my place at God's table. I'm going to take my place sitting around the throne. I'm going to take my place at the marriage supper of the Lamb. What can I just tell you about the marriage supper of the Lamb? When Jesus come back, you know he went to Calvary. He died on Calvary, stayed there in the grave. But on the third day, he rose from the grave, but there's going to be another marriage supper when he comes back. He's going to come back and he's going to call all his people. And when he calls them, they're going to be ready and they're going to sit around the table of the Lamb. Can I tell you about that marriage supper? That's when they're going to say hallelujah, salvation and glory, honor and power to our living God. For the Lord our God, he's mighty. The Lord our God, he's powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish I had somebody say hallelujah. Somebody don't say hallelujah. It's the ultimate praise. Hallelujah. It's the praise we're going to give him. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's in the house, hallelujah. He's in this place right now. He's at your invitation has been given. Come to the table of God. Come and take your seat, take your place at the table. I've been to a lot of banquets and the one thing about banquets, if they're done right, when everybody comes in, they announce it's time to start. You don't just come in and sit down, but you come in and stake your place. You come in and stand behind your seat until all the honors have been given. And you say, honors is praising God. The honors are giving honor to those due before you take your seat. Because even though the food is prepared, you don't take your seat until you first give honor to the honors due. And when I take my place at the table, I'm going to first give honor to God for all the things he's done for me. I'm going to give honor to God for doing everything I need. Then I'm going to give honor to the Holy Spirit, the one amen that whispered in my ear, that kept me on the road of righteousness, that kept me going in the right direction. But finally, I'm going to give honor to Jesus, the one whose name by which every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess 
I will give honor to Jesus. He's the one to save him. Even the angels didn't get saved like he saved me because I was messed up from the floor up. I was a sinner on my way to hell. Shackles of damnation on my rim. Shackles on my feet. I was taking a downward spiral, but he saw me there. He picked me up. He turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. He delivered me. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. Anybody delivered? You want to say yes? Say yes. I've been delivered. I've been changed. I've been rearranged. I got my life back. I got my hope back. I got my joy back. Now I'm ready to take my place at the table. Will you come? Will you come? Take your place at the table. That means you ought to stand up and say, I'm going to take my place where Jesus wants me to be. Am I right about him? Somebody ought to wave your hand. Somebody ought to wave your hand. If God has ever done something for you, you ought to wave your hand. I'm so glad they sang the song. If I can't say anything, I can still wave my hand to let God know he's made a way. He's done something for me. I wish I had about five or ten folks would get up right now and say I got so much to praise him for because he's done so much for me. He's done so much for me. I'm going to take my place, my rightful place. You can't take me out. You can't stop me. You can't block me. You can't keep me from going. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take my place. And I'm going to be there for the rest of eternity when I can say hallelujah. 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 And some of you just got to say hallelujah anyhow. I know you don't feel like it. I know sometimes things get kind of rough for you, but you ought to say hallelujah anyhow. I know folks been messing with you all week, but you ought to say hallelujah anyhow. I know you places where you don't want to be, but you ought to say hallelujah anyhow. Isn't he all right? Take your place at the table because many are called but few are chosen. If you've been called, if you've been invited, you better take your place. Because if you don't, God will choose somebody else. And finally, I'm just going to leave you with this. Because some of y'all hadn't said amen all day. I'm just going to leave you with this. Many are called. But few were chosen. But when it came to Jesus and all those who were called were making a big noise. And somebody told Jesus, why don't you tell hush up all that noise? It don't take all of that. It don't take all that worship and praise. 
It don't take all them songs. They don't take all that. And Jesus told me, if these right. kept their mouth closed, if they kept quiet, even the rocks will cry out. I don't want no rocks crying out for me. I know you like to sit in the same seat every time you come to church. <laughs> I can turn my back and I can know where everybody's sitting. I say over here is this person, over there is that person. One day you're going to come to church and find a rock sitting in your chair. You don't have to say amen, just say ouch. <laughs> Tell somebody, I don't want no rocks taking my place. Amen. I said I was going to go, but I got to say one more thing. Amen, Sister <laughs> If you're going to be in God's house, and you just want to be a pew member, you know, pew members, they just come and sit in a pew. Oh. That's okay. But if you're going to be a pew member, that means you got to be in the pew every Sunday. And if you're going to be a pew member, it's your responsibility to make sure your pew is filled up. So you see any empty seats, amen. Come in here and find rocks in these empty seats and we're going to praise them. <laughs> And you know what's something about rocks? <laughs> something about rocks? Any of you who sing, who like to sing, who like to hear yourself speak and things like that, go out to a rock-filled canyon where there's rocks on each side and notice how the sound carries and reverberates and amplifies and echoes that's the rocks crying out saying yeah I hear you I just said to say yeah if you don't feel these pews and we put some rocks in here amen <laughs> you think you gonna have, you think <laughs> come on <laughs> we're gonna have a good choir then <laughs> I'm not gonna mess with you anymore I never used this terminology, but it just came to me. When I started talking about rocks, I don't even know where I heard it from. It was some old ones, maybe with some, these kind of old, like Reverend Demerson, I don't know where I heard it from. <laughs> Since some of y'all look like y'all got rocks in your jaws. <laughs> Amen. Maybe that's the problem. You need to get rid of some of them rocks. I'm not messing. I'm not messing. I'm not talking about anybody that's here. I'm talking about those who are not here. Amen. But those who are here, take your place and worship God. Maybe there's someone here never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I mean really never accepted him. You've been coming every Sunday in the place and thinking that's all you need to be saved.